0: Lepo, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Hot, Hadi Radwan. Hadi, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. How are you doing today, George? I, I am doing great. Excited to have you on. Hadi is a serial entrepreneur, a venture builder, an insure tech expert, and angel investor. He is the founder of Astea. They're an insurance company working to make income insurance accessible to everyone. Hadi, tell us a little about your personal lives, more about your work why you do what you do.
1: Yeah, so I started my career early in a a consulting firm and I got really bored by being very structured and process-oriented and doing the same thing over and over again. So I decided to become an entrepreneur and I've done that very recently successfully and before that I tinkered around with a lot of ideas But I never was successful because execution and dedication is key to do that. And with Astea, which is our latest venture, um, we co-founded it uh, in 2019 with one goal in mind. We wanted to make uh, what we call income insurance accessible for everyone in the U.S. Because we believe that the most important asset that you need to protect is your income. It, your income generates almost everything you need. Right? It pays for your bills, it pays for your child's, you know, uh, schooling fees, mortgage. It can buy you nice clothes. So it's a very important asset to keep in mind. And in the US uh, specifically, you are three times more likely to get disabled than to die during your career, which is the time when you're producing that income and probably saving it for your ret- retirement. So we noticed that this is a, an important um insurance to make sure people are aware that it exists and that they need. In the US specifically uh, more than 50% are living paycheck to paycheck and less than 15 percent on an, a full income protection policy so you see there's a lot of need there's a lot of education and this is what my latest uh, startup is is doing
0: so yeah the, the 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 numbers are are alarming troublesome whatever the number is 50 percent two-thirds of Americans live paycheck to paycheck what was the percentage you said less than 15 have some kind of a, a an income insurance policy Yes, yeah, in
1: general, you know when you're working with uh, with an employer, it's not mandatory that they offer you a disability insurance cover. It's just an additional benefit. and even if they do that, you're not allowed to insure more than sixty percent of your income. So if you're someone earning, let's say two hundred thousand dollars, you might get from your employer thirty k protection. okay, great. If you're not saving or if you're living paycheck to paycheck or you have an, a, a nice lifestyle, a $30,000 not, would not cut it if you're out of work for the next six months or nine months because of a specific illness. And by the way, a disability is not an accident only. It's not break falling and breaking your leg. This is only 10% of all the cases of disability. 90% are mental illnesses and things that I mean you cannot avoid sometimes and the majority has arisen because we sit a lot we're not mobile anymore we're sitting behind our desks that creates illnesses like musculoskeletal issue which can put you out of work for a particular period of time
0: there's a lot about income insurance disability insurance and i think that income insurance is is a great way to describe it um disability insurance it's it, it's pretty clunky i don't know that any of us think that we're ever going to be disabled in the same breath nobody thinks we're going to die but more of us have life insurance than we have disability insurance so did 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 you start off thinking we're going to call this income insurance instead of disability or 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 did you come across that as you were sort of moving forward with the company
1: so we came with the idea before we started the company, because we, we looked at the industry and we saw it's a 20 billion industry. It's quite small as compared to life insurance in the US, which is north of 750 billion. And we said to ourselves, if the industry is calling it disability insurance, it's not actually reflecting what it's protecting it's not protecting your disability you still if you if you're going to be disabled you're going to be disabled the policy will not protect you against this but it does protect your income So the first thing is educating the audience and and everyone who needs this that this is protecting your income you don't care a lot of people call life insurance life insurance and not death insurance because of the branding and they wanted to make it much easier so why is everyone calling it disability? It's time for for changing the narrative. So that's how we looked at it, and we wanted just to be transparent what the product is about, not a marketing gimmick or anything of that sort.
0: That's pretty. That's 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 wild. That the it's a twenty billion dollar industry compared to the life insurance, which is seven hundred and fifty billion. I certainly i i realized that uh, it was smaller. I didn't realize that it was that much smaller. The, if I don't know if it's knowable or not, but the breakdown from personally owned disability insurance, income insurance policies versus uh, employed benefits. Do you know what that is? Probably it's 60-40. Mm. So around
1: 60% is group uh, disability insurance and the rest is individual. And that boils down because there's not a lot of awareness about the importance of buying this. And it's not mandatory. When it comes to car insurance, you would see that probably all the people who are driving have some form of protection. This is not mandatory. So people always think when they want to buy insurance, is it expensive? Am I ever going to get paid for or or, or recouping part of that investment? For me, I don't look at it as an investment, right? The policy is It's 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 just, a, a, it should sit there just in case something bad happens to you then you can go ahead and you know use it. It's not you're investing in a policy. If you're investing in a policy, probably you need to put your money in the stock market.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a natural thing to want to say, okay, I'm going to allocate resources, in this case money, towards something. Do I get anything out of it if I don't use it? Well, yeah, natural that, that you want to do that, but it's, it's more appropriate to look at the way that you just described it and... Also, It's so interesting that the odds of of me dying before I'm supposed to are very, very low, yet I own life insurance, but commonly the odds of me becoming disabled are three times higher, yet so many of us don't own disability insurance, but it's the consequence that if I do become sick or I break a leg, I get cancer, I have a mental health uh, consideration, the consequence of that to my family is going to be catastrophic and we won't be able to recover from that so that's why you pay the money for a policy like this
1: and by the way they're not expensive the policies are quite affordable we we have policies from six dollars
0: huh so t- tell us a little bit about that how 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 are the policies actually issued is it issued from one company are there lots of companies?
1: so we're basically a full stack uh, company but we don't take the risk so we actually sell it we underwrite it we look at the risk profile and then we can instantly issue it online if everything looks smooth so you go to our website you fill the application you you get underwritten automatically in many instances and then we have a the ability to pay and get the policy within your email. It's a, it's a few minutes process. It's not days, it's not weeks. That's what's amazing about it.
0: And there are, when you're looking at an income insurance policy, there's lots of moving parts to it. Um, How is, how is, I don't know if you want to go into some of those key considerations or with, with, without kind of getting too far into the weeds. But what are the things that somebody says, okay, you need to have this in your policy because I bet people assume, oh, if I get this policy, I'm, I'm all taken care of. So first of all, there's three things I would look
1: at if I want to buy this policy, right? First, I want to look, what's my income today? How much am I saving it? How much am I actually in need in case something bad happens to me? So for example, I would break it down by, here's my lifestyle expenses that I cannot live without. Here's the things that I can live without. And then I would look at my income and then I would calculate the the percentage here. And that's probably the minimum I would need to protect or keep my lifestyle ongoing. So for example, if I earn $10,000 per month, uh, and that's my net after taxes, and I can uh, live on a $6,000, then probably I need to get an income protection up to 6000 So if I go to my website, I would say the benefit amount that I will need is 6000 and then i would from there on fill the application and see the price i would look at the price and see if it's within my budget on average it should be 2 to 5% of your total annual income so if your total annual income is 120000k per year in that case probably you don't want to spend more than 200 300 dollars per month on
0: such a policy got it it's a good rule of thumb right there so And how, how long does the benefit last for? Should I have to use the policy and it's going to last for a long time over five or 10 years, or even until 65? How, how, how long does the benefit last?
1: So there's, uh, two considerations here and it varies by product. There there are products where you have a fixed policy term. So you say, I want to buy this policy for the next two years or five years or 10 years. And then you have, a what we call in the insurance industry, a guaranteed renewable policy, which is an ongoing policy. It doesn't have a policy term or a policy life. And as long as you pay your premium, it can still pay you in case of a claim up to a certain age. Usually the age is 67. Got it. Okay.
0: When people say, what are some of the biggest... uh um, objections that 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 you get. Do they say, "Don't I already have this through work? Don't I, don't I have this through my car insurance company? Don't I have this through Geico? Stuff like that."
1: The reality is no. That's the thing. Disability is not bundled with any other product. So it's a standalone product. You have to buy it. And the re- the reason is because it's not an off-the-shelf product there is some form of underwriting because when you buy such a product and then you're asking for a benefit to be paid there is some form of medical consequences that needs to be assessed so there will be a medical questionnaire saying hey do you have these diseases and then there's an underwriting process so that's the only reason it's not bundled and that's the only reason as well it's not it hasn't been sold so widely because it's harder to sell it takes more time and as an agent if you're the major uh, seller of this product you want to make money as quickly as possible so probably you don't want to have a sales cycle that lasts weeks or months you want something quick and dirty so life insurance is easier to sell Takes few minutes now. With Astea, we've introduced this element, so the sales cycle is shorter. We can bundle it. We can uh, uh, use our APIs with any distribution partner, so that if they sell car insurance, we can bundle it with disability. But that's some—that's a practice that would take time for people to realize. Yes, I can bundle something that probably at this stage it's hard to sell. So it's an education play.
0: Yeah, it it is. It is harder to sell for sure. And it's harder for us to get our brains around um, because, yeah, it's interesting because when you sell a life insurance policy, you can sell a $1 million life insurance policy pretty quickly. Um, And if you're making $100,000 a year, if you become disabled and the insurance company is going to be on the hook for we'll say $60,000 for the next 40 years, that's obviously more than a million dollars. So there's just a lot of nuance that that, that 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 goes into properly assessing the risk. And I imagine that as we're having more conversations about mental health, that that's going to make that even more challenging from a underwriting standpoint for disability insurance, for income policies.
1: Can you elaborate a little bit on, on the question?
0: Uh, it, my perception is that that we're more comfortable here in america talking about mental health and that there's more diagnosis about about mental health conditions and are we going to get to a point where i have a diagnosed mental health condition which will preclude me from engaging in my profession of choice and therefore will will the insurance company be have to pay the claim on me even though from the outside looking in, I could go back to work, but because I've been diagnosed with this mental health condition.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's an interesting question because when it comes to insurance, as long as you go back to work, they stop paying you the claim because they consider, okay, that's a condition that still can allow you to work even though it exists. So the insurance policy is not here to prevent you from having that illness or or even if you have that illness, prevent you from going back to work. The only trigger would be if you can go back to work or not. So, it's it's um it's a sensitive topic for sure because a mental illness is something it's not talked so, talk so, uh, too much about, and sometimes people will have it, and on top of the this, they're working when in reality they need to take care of their health, and make sure
0: that they recover properly before going back to work. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. In terms of, and, and so is it, can can I get a policy that says me doing this really specific job? If, if, if I'm a hand surgeon and I become, if I have an accident or something happens and I can no longer operate on hands, I'm not going to be able to make as much money versus, well, I'm still able to uh, potentially teach or do some other type of work to earn money how does that work
1: yeah that's an excellent question and i always tell people read the fine print because everything is in the policy but we trust someone else who's sending the policy to us and there is a quite an interesting definition in the disability policy is called own occupation some sometimes if that definition is, is there it means that if something bad happens to you in that occupation, so you're you're a hand surgeon, you're an Uber driver, and you cannot anymore drive or you cannot operate because you have carpal tunnel syndrome and you cannot use your hands anymore, then the policy would pay you the benefit up to the benefit period. So if the benefit period is two years or five years, that means if you're out of your own occupation for that period of time, you still get paid for it, even though... You might be a podcast host and may making millions of dollars, then that doesn't prevent the insurance company from paying you. So it's very important that you read the definition and make sure there's a, the own occupation definition there, rather than not there, because then they would probably deny you the claim if you go back to work.
0: Got it. So walk me through the user experience. I I I come to the website.
1: Yes. So the user experience is very straightforward. You come to the website, you can have a quick quote. So you put probably few fields like your age, where you live, and then what's the benefit amount you want. We give you a price. And if that price is something that you think is reasonable within your budget or you need help with, you still can ask for help check with our licensed uh, sales support. And then if you're convinced, you can start the enrollment process. And with the enrollment process, there's around five to 10 minutes of questions. We'll collect your medical information, your personal information, your lifestyle information, and then we'll present you with a final price. That final price would would be uh, uh, the last thing you would pay, because we've already done the underwriting process. And then you put your credit card details, you do some e-signatures, and your policy should be in your inbox within minutes. Simple, straight, and quick.
0: Nice. I love it. Is there medical underwriting?
1: So most of our products online, we do not require medical information. But in certain instances, if the case is complicated and they've answered specific uh, uh questions that they have pre-existing conditions we might our underwriters might request those but this is on a, a need basis only
0: got it that sounds pretty easy i like it <laughs> well, Hadi, thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about it give us the website
1: yes absolutely so uh we are on linkedin on instagram on facebook our website is www.asteya.world. It's A-S-T-E-Y-A.world. And uh, you can reach us on our support desk. You can reach us on LinkedIn. We are almost always there during working time.
0: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show how to your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to astea.world a s t e y a dot world and i mean hopefully we've made a case for the reasons why if you don't currently have income insurance or even if you have a policy why taking another look at it makes sense thanks again Hattie. thank you george have a great day and until next time remember do your part by doing your best